Hi, it has been a little while since I recorded a podcast. Um, I haven't recorded a single one in June and it's, um, I think it's like June 16th or 17th. Actually, I don't even know what day it is. But I know we're well into June, like halfway through it, and I haven't done a podcast. Um, So I decided, heck, I'm not going to work late today like I've been doing. Um, I got a lot done, and then I I said, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to do something for me, which would be this, doing a podcast and just sharing what's in my, my mind, in my head, on my heart. For anyone, again, who wants to listen, because I'm not sure who that is, but I I keep telling myself I'm doing this for me anyway. So um, I was thinking about a few different things I could talk about. And last week um, I received, or lots of people received this news, if you even know who um, Rachel and Dave Hollis are, they are getting a divorce. And I had read Rachel's book, Girl, Wash Your Face, and I don't think I got the other book. I I think I may have downloaded it on Audible, but I never listened to it. She had another book about no apologies or something. And um, someone had told me about Rachel, I think uh, maybe a couple years ago now, because at the end of every year, they do something called The Last 90, because often, you know, during the year we kind of lose our our oomph and and we just kind of get complacent and things. So they would have this thing called the last 90 days and she and her husband would do a live every morning on Instagram or Facebook both and kind of rev you up and talk, uh, encourage you to, you know, get your daily exercise in, drink your water, those are the only two things I remember. There were like five things you were supposed to do. I only remember those two things. Um, but it was a list of five things you were supposed to do for 90 days. And um, and since there was a community involved and they had a live, it made it kind of fun. And, and one of my friends had told me about it and they were doing it. And so, you know me, I want to do everything. I want to try everything. So I did it that one time. And then that introduced me to the Hollis family. And Basically, I would I would put her as a motivational speaker and she's one of the kind of people that I would never I would never be. I just I'm not that I'm not I'm not her. I could never be her. But when I listen to people like that, it sometimes it encourages me to try better, to do better, but um there was so much that she would have on her daily plate that I can't even imagine it being sustainable. And a lot of what they also talked about was their marriage and, and the things that they would do to strengthen their marriage. And they had a whole thing about their marriage and they did a lot of things together. And so when I got the news they were getting divorced, I was like, what the heck? Kind of threw me for a loop. Um, a lot of times when um, people who are influences or people in the limelight, they get they their relationship crumbles or they get a divorce. It's like it's a weird feeling of like, wow, how did that happen? And I don't even know them. You know, they're not personal friends or anything. But it just 
threw me for a loop because it was such a part of their their spiel. So what it made me think about is my own relationship with my guy and how on my little places, you know, um, Facebook or Instagram or my stories or even this podcast, I just share the good stuff about Rich and I, all of the positive things, because who wants to share, you know, negative things and hard times. Um, but I know it's important to be authentic. I always say that. Um, but I also don't want to invade Rich's, you know, privacy because he's very private and I'm very not private. I'm very open and I'm, I was going to say see-through. I think it's transparent. Um, I'm very open as shy as I am and he is very outgoing but he's very private and he has no social media whatsoever he never ever wants it he thinks it's crazy and sometimes I think it's crazy because why why do I want it I don't know I, I'm I have to put some serious thought into that to be honest I I don't know what to do about it um, sometimes I feel like it's an added layer of pressure and weird anxiety and but I'm afraid to step away I, I don't know I just really have to think about it but anyway I thought about our relationship and I had shared a story on the, this podcast about how motorcycle and I met and how long we've known each other and sort of like our love story and um, <clears throat> I think at one point I alluded to, you know, it's not all roses and sunshine and rainbows. I mean, any normal person would recognize and know that. Um, but I would say for the most part, we have a, a very strong marriage and, um, and, but it doesn't come easy and it hasn't been easy. And I just wanted to be honest about that part that when we were a young married couple, because we were married at age 23, which is pretty young, and nowadays, like my kids, I have 25, 21, and an 18. I don't even see the 25-year-old anywhere close to marriage, and it seems as though kids are getting married later these days, which is probably pretty smart, <laughs> because I'm not saying I regret getting married young, but... Um, you still have so much learning and growing to do when you're 23 and when I was 23 I was head over heels in love with Rich and I knew he was the person I wanted to marry but I didn't realize how hard being married would be uh, the very first year of our marriage we had complete opposite work shifts he worked nights I worked days so we didn't see a lot of each other the first year of our marriage and um, little weird things would happen like um, I remember his company having a Christmas party and we went to the Christmas party and he wanted to stay and party and I needed to get home because I had work the next day I was working at the mall for seasonal for Christmas I wanted extra money for Christmas and so I had to get home to get to sleep so I could get up and go to work the next day and he was like see you later I'm gonna party and I drove home 
from his company Christmas party alone and he literally stayed and partied all night and didn't come home until the next day and that wasn't the only time that happened and it was challenging because I think you know he was still growing up and I was also still growing up and I didn't take those things very easily when they happened I we would usually get in a really big fight about it because I didn't understand it and I didn't think it was supposed to happen once you got married and um, there was just lots of times like that and I don't want to just say like I'm the victim and he's like this you know crazy kid but it just comes down to that natural you know growing up and I don't care what they say you know about trying to have an equal playing ground male female I I think males, you know, it takes them a little bit longer to mature. And I've seen it in my own sons and my daughter and just in general in life. Um, and so a lot of our probably rocky times, I would say, stemmed from being too young to be married. And um, so I think that I'm so happy that we got through them and that we stuck them out because I'm not saying that I'm against divorce. Like, I'm, you know, I don't know Rachel and Dave's life behind closed doors. I cannot judge. I cannot put any, like, you know, opinions per se on their situation except for that I was a little slightly devastated myself that it happened um, but there are relationships that I I think should be end in divorce that they shouldn't be together because there's you know like a like mental and verbal abuse and um, sometimes even physical abuse that shouldn't be tolerated you know, of course, extramarital affairs should not be tolerated. There's there's a number of things that I would say, yeah, you need to get a divorce. But in Rich and I's situation, it was more of just getting through those growing times, those growing periods. Um, he was a, I, I've mentioned the words I use, he was a wild child. It took him a while to settle in and calm down and, um, you know be who the man that he is today and it really was only for the first short period of our marriage because what changed him and I can tell you exactly what changed him is when Abby was born our first daughter and when he knew that he was going to have a daughter a lot changed not everything but a lot changed and he stopped going out and doing you know going to like the concerts uh that he would go to with his buddies and i still think it's okay i'm not saying gosh i'm like this is such a touchy area um he just became a new man when abby was born it it was amazing to see the transformation and um and today like as each year has gone, we have both grown together and I've learned how to 
listen better and how to just be a better partner for him. And I think he's done the same. And that's exactly with all of the hard work that we muddle through all these years and all of the arguments and the times that where you go to bed without speaking or um, just the really rough patches that each time you get through one of those, I feel like it, it, we became a little bit more strong. And, and now where we are today, I feel like our partnership is so aligned. Like there were times in our young marriage where I would be so frustrated because he would be sitting on the couch watching, you know, he liked to watch UFC and whatever he watched, you know, he wasn't a big sports guy, but, um, UFC he liked and certain shows and he'd be just chilling, maybe drinking, a, you know, a Jack and Coke. Cause that was like one of his favorite drinks, Captain Morgan and Coke. And he'd be just, you know, doing his thing. And I would be cleaning the dishes, cooking the dinner, cleaning up after the kids, picking up after the dog in the backyard. And I would have this anger building up inside of me and this resentment um, because I felt like I was alone and then I would I would take it out on him instead of communicating and explaining and it was like a passive aggressive behavior that I had that I was horrible at so horrible at and um and the combination of the two me being passive aggressive and upset you know I'm sure he wasn't eager and anxious to help me because I was always had such an attitude about me and um now though we cook together and honestly I'm, sometimes I feel as though the roles have flipped because I'll be sitting chilling watching tv maybe even drinking a beer or a glass of wine and he's in the yard you know doing yard work and cleaning things up and and then I'm feeling like man I should be helping him but he's he doesn't ever put that impression on he always tells me like no you do you whatever and I'm just thankful that we got through it, that we were didn't give up easily and that we realized that marriage is not a fairy tale and that you, you have to put into it a lot of effort. You have to be able to, you know, um, communication they say is a big, big key thing. And honestly, neither one of us have been very good at it. Um, we both kind of get upset and get silent and that seems to be the the route that we take and um that's not always the best route so just i think also for me being able to go to therapy the last couple of years and learn some things uh, ways in to communicate better or to speak your truth in love and all these different techniques that you can use to strengthen a relationship and not just a marriage but any relationship that you have and that relationships are constantly evolving and growing and changing and if you don't put that effort into them they can they can fall apart even fr friendships uh, relationships with family members any of it any relationship we have takes takes a lot of effort and to use the word work sounds weird but it is kind of a work that you have to do you can't just sit back and just do nothing 
and expect it's going to be great. I know for me, and I don't even know where Rich has learned this kind of stuff, but he makes me feel so special pretty much every day of our lives. Um, he, and it hasn't always been this way. I have to keep saying that, that, you know, he'll get up before me cause he's the morning bird and he makes the coffee that I drink. Um, when we first got married, he didn't even drink coffee and I would get up and make my own coffee. And then when he did drink coffee, you know, we would make our, each our own coffee or sometimes I'd make him coffee. But now we're to the point where because he gets up earlier than me and he's kind of, he's a routine kind of a guy that his routine is making me coffee. So he makes me coffee and um, sometimes, and we work together every day, you guys, well, five days a week, Monday through Friday. So we work at the same place. We live under the same roof. We spend a lot of time together. Um, but even so, he'll do the cutest things like, I'll go to my desk and he's written me a little note on my calendar like you're so beautiful or I'm so in love with you still or just little tiny notes or I'll go out to my car and he'll have a little sticky note on my window um, of some kind of encouragement. Right now as I'm speaking I can look over to my mirror on the dresser next to my bed and I taped it up there because these things mean so much to me. And he wrote me a note and he cut it out in the shape of a heart. And he wrote that I'm kind, thoughtful, beautiful, smart, um, creative, and full of love. And you are such a great mom. And it feels so good to be acknowledged in that way and that he puts the effort forward. And Oh gosh, I was going to say this between me and you. Sometimes I wonder if because he was such a crazy head in the beginning that he is doing stuff to make up for it because he's just incredible these days. And I'm so excited that we have worked so hard to come to this point, 27 years of marriage, and our kids are getting old. We're going into another phase. Um, Austin moved out. Abby's graduated high school. She was our last baby. Dylan's 21. They're not going to be here forever. Even now, with Abby graduating, I, she's not. She's seldom home, I'm just going to say. She's always got things to do. She has a life outside of me. She has a life outside of this house. And so does Dylan. Dylan is involved with like car clubs, and he's very social, has lots of friends that he does stuff with, and they don't just hang around mom and dad forever. So the beauty of Rich and I getting to this point in our marriage and our life is that now as the kids aren't going to be around here with us, we still like each other and we love each other and we have fun together and we have a friendship as well as a lot like a being in love with each other. So I really, really want to get like a little teardrop trailer or one of those um you know the metal trailer like an old one or vintage any kind of trailer that we can pull behind our car and go camping because that was a pastime for us when we were newly married with babies and young kids we did a lot of road trips and camping because that's what we could afford and i love just being out in the outdoors so i look forward to 
on my dream list getting a little camper and traveling with my best friend and enjoying that part of our life that next chapter and I'm already at 20 minutes and I don't want to bore you because I know that 20 minutes is precious in anyone's life so I basically in a nutshell wanted you to know our life is not perfect as I put it out there on social media I always put the best out there like most people and that's all I wanted to say basically I know that there could be way more to talk about regarding that and um, I'm not a marriage expert I've learned a lot of what I feel is good marriage by watching people we know we actually know around us like aunts and uncles and parents some parents not all what good marriages are all about and so um, I just try to take it all in and watch from their examples it also is a huge part of our success is sharing the same faith and loving the same God and having similar you know similar beliefs it's very helpful um, we're aligned in a lot of ways in that in that area we um, we just mesh and I'm very thankful I'm so thankful for the partner that I was given and um, that's all I'm gonna say for now so until next time um, hope you're having a great week a great day and that you can be clothed in peace like a little blanket of peace just pulled over you these times are really hard right now and um, so just remember to be kind and to love everybody and think of it like this would you want that to be done to you there's things that are happening that I that are heartbreaking my grandma was vandalized because of her beliefs versus someone else's beliefs and just love like this whole fighting because you don't agree I don't agree with a lot of my family's politics but I love them for who they are and whatever happened to my grandma um, she they did not do something nice to her house she has to get her stucco repaired and um, think about if it happened to you like the other way around that's how I always try to think about it but life is not perfect people are not perfect and not everybody is going to love and be kind it's the reality of our, of our life that we're living in but I say to my mom we have talk, talks almost every morning I say it's my responsibility to be the best human I can be and um, that's all I can do so I leave you for now and until next time bye